Welcome back, Rabbi Dr. Eliezer Brut. It's a pleasure to have you back for part two on the Kutzer Shal Yud, where we discuss Yalag and Lahavdil, Rabbi Yosef Zechariah Stern. Rabbi Brut is going to do a quick recap and then get into part two, where he'll close out some of the things that he started talking about in the first episode of this topic. Okay. So basically, to recap in, in a few sentences is, we were talking about a poem, a poem slash story that Yalag wrote in the 1870s, where he's poking fun at a lot of different things, including the Rabbanim of the time. One of the things in the story was about a get, how the get is spelled, if it's spelled with a Hillel, spelled with Male or not, with an extra Yud in there, with a Yud in there, I mean. And he was poking fun specifically about Rabbi Yisra Zechariah, and we basically quoted at the end the Lushen of um, Yalag, where he said that one dies based on an Arizal, the way one spells Hillel is Chaser. The second person, a second dying, Paskin up the Bedekabayis, where then comes along the Avbezin, the, the I guess, Arav Vafsi. Well, this is Rabbi Zechariah Stern. In, he's alluding to Hichliki Hillel Male Kedas Hasam Hazam Vasam Apia Shochanarch, and we identified that the Zam is the Sefer Zichra Meisha, which we spoke about a few episodes back, and the Sam is Seder of Michal, which we also spoke about a few episodes back. Now, so what I what I want to do in this episode, very very briefly, it's not a long episode, but is just to go a little, take a little deeper dive into some of the sources behind, specifically with the name Hillel as it relates to the story. First of all, is what's what what's going on here? Who is what's going on? Where did this come from? So, in brief, it's as follows. In general, we know in the, in halacha, there's a there's a whole big discussion halacha and kabbalah. Ain't going, we ain't going down that rabbit hole now. It's a rabbit hole we won't get out of. But in Evan Ezer, it's very not it's not so common to have clashes, so to speak, or discussions between halacha and kabbalah. There's not so much so, so many sources. Here you have um, this is a source that so, it shows such a thing. Where is it coming from? So the Bei Shmuel, so he's really getting it from the Bei Shmuel, but where did the Bei Shmuel get it from? So we already elaborated that the Bei Shmuel had a Sefer called Sefer Shemais, and the Sefer Shemais we discussed already at length, the Sefer Shemais has a huge entry, two and a half pages, about the name Hillel, and he literally brings down a ton of, uh, goes back and forth with everything, including the manuscripts that he had, which I elaborated um, that he had, he, he announces in his introduction that he had a bunch of manuscripts, besides also a point that I did not notice and emphasize before, he was expert in languages. So he puts, he puts this work out in 1657, but the Magia of this work was a Yid Ramesha Zakut, Ramesha Zakut. Who's Ramesha Zakut? So Ramesha Zakut is one of the great Makubalim. Um, uh, he transcribes a lot of Kabbalah, and today we have tons of material of his that's been published. I uh, in the past you could you, 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 I've always I always mentioned there's such a thing as auctions. So literally very recently there seems to be an auction. One could probably still buy it for a few thousand dollars. A Xaviat of his, a Psaktin from his Bezdin. But anyway, manuscripts of his are coming out galore. To understand his role in Kabbalah, one should see the various works of Yosef Avivi originally in articles and later on in his Kabbalah Sarizal. But he's an important figure in transmitting Torah Sarizal. So now this Ramesh, he was also for Parnassa, he was an editor of Svarim. So he was the editor of this Ramesh, of this Simcha Kain's work, Sefer Shemois. So at the end of the Arichos about how to spell Hillel, he throws in 
he throws an Arizal. He says like this, um, um, and he says that the Arizal says Soida Iber Shel Hillel is mem so mem that's one abbreviation that's my, that's the abbreviation Moshe lamed lamed hey is the abbreviation hello and and this is it ties into kabbalistic stuff but we point is that there's some connection with shemais Moshe, and Hillel together but that comes out according to this arizal Hillel is chaser so through this thing he throws us out so last time um, in, in the early on in the episode, we already pointed out that if you look at, let's say, in the Marshal and many others, they bring down that everyone's seeking had sources how to spell Hillel. So we brought down from the Marshal, who brought down from earlier, that if you look at the end of the Torah, it says Lamashal Kol Yisrael. So from there we learn out a similar type of thing that that Hill how to spell Hillel Le'ene. So if you go, if you look at the the last, so we said, so we were bothered a question, which was, what's going on here? Such funny things to use for sources. Um, um, if someone wanted to mock, they would say some type of chasidish and makairis. What's going on here? What's Ramayi Zakot answer? What's Ramayi Zakot do? But the answer is, and this lies in the marshal, in the passage of the marshal also. The marshal, when he's, he, the marshal is struggling for pshat, to, for how to spell hello. So he brings down, um, maybe you could bring a raya from how the Gemaras are, which we'll get, how it's spelled in the Gemara. We'll get back to that. He says you can't bring a raya from that. Then he says, there's a famous thing. There's another name that has a big deal. Akiva. How do you spell Akiva? With an Aleph at the end or a He at the end? How do we paskin? So interestingly enough, this was a story which is brought down in numerous sources, but today we have the real source. There was a Pasuk that came and and basically it says uh, the Rosh, Saif Rashatevis of the Pasuk was Akiva spelling it a hey and from there they learned out that that's the way um one spells um, akiva so we see so and the marshal already brings this into the discussion that we see that um we see that such types of things such type of 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 tools are used when you're when we when we're we're stuck so to speak and we need to know how to spell the name how to spell the name so it's not so um schwer. okay now, uh, what was the pasuk? It's a, the the famous the story was something with he saw in his dream simcha. So the saif Isis of simcha of of the whole pasuk. So simcha, this, the the last letter of simcha is hey. So that's how they knew that when you're spelling akiva, they use that. Even though there's many makiris, maybe to spell akiva with the aleph. Okay, so the marshal already answers that in his before he talks about his interesting remez that he's using to spell hill. Okay, fine. So. All I'm trying to bring out is that we have we do find such a thing. So now the Beishmul is going even further. He's taking what the Haggah of Ramayisha Zakot, which was he was just uh, uh, was just adding in to throw it in, and, and then he's using it as a psak. Which okay, far now. Um, so I'm, um, one and one last uh, prat about this type of this type of of, of drushy type material. My my dear friend Ramanacham Zilber, so he. Um, sent me to a fascinating a drush sefer called Amude Sheva, and Amude Sheva, which is a, a darshan also around this time of the in the 1650s, 1660s, all over Europe, and Mekitzer um, he has a whole shtickle Torah discussing the the, the the similarities between Hillel and Moshe, and interestingly enough, he brings down um, and he and he brings down from from Arizal and Magala Mukais that will come out. Not like the way Ramesh Zakot, but that Hillel would be Malay. 
So it's interesting when you're using the different Ramazim, you can find the Ramaz this way and you can find the Ramaz that way. Anyway, so this is found in Amudei Sheva in a drush on the topic. Akopanim, we're not going to, we're not, um, um, this is way above um, uh, my pay grade at least. So I'm just, just throwing it out there. Okay. Well, now, an, uh, one other aspect, which we really touched on in an earlier episode, and I just want to focus on this, um, and that is as follows. The Marshal says, you're stuck. You want to know how to spell the name. So what do you do? Open up a Gemara. Hillel comes up in Mishnai's Gemara Chazal all the time. So Marshal says you can't, but why not? So the answer is, is you can't bring a Raya from Tfus. The, once it's published, it's a mistake script in, and the Marshal held very strongly that you can't. This plays out in other names where they wanted to bring a Raya from the Tfus. Now, I, I mentioned to you um, in, in earlier episodes, we spoke about uh, one of the key svarim on Hilchas Gittim was Rebbe Zalman Margolis, and he also, a lot of times, he also says, oh, he'll bring a raya from a certain bibliographical piece of information in a shar or something, a skama. He say, no, 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 it's tfus. Now, but we, but we mentioned already in the episode where we discussed the deep dive of Svarim on Hilchas Gittim. He said, but manuscripts, that's why they collected manuscripts of Gittim. You brought up, Rabbi Shwey brought up that, that the Bezdin today, they hold on to the get. They do. But it seems that in, in earlier times, they also did this, but it was passed down to Dayanim. It was, let's say, kept archives in the Bezdin in, in that city. So they would go back, they would use manuscript information because manuscripts, it's, it's often a manuscript. We don't have to assume that the printer, because we're using it in a get. So in Hanami, to use Hillel in the Gemara, maybe there's a printing mistake, maybe the, the Bachar Hazetzer made a mistake, but if you have to get that, that's going to be much, that's going to be much different, and and this is why we, we also quoted that the, the famous, there's a famous story with Rechaim Valojner that he wrote a letter and then he really, he had them bring it back because he was writing his, he was writing a letter to his daughter Chasia and he spelled it a certain way and then he realized that maybe they're going to use it as a get, how to spell her name and Taka, that's what ended up happening so the point was because there was a focus and a concern in the Ksavyad of a Gadol, if you find, or today when you go on the internet all the time, you can find dozens and dozens of chuvas of Gadolim. So that, L'Chaira, is much more uh, possible to bring a Raya from a Gadol, how he spelled his name, especially if it's a get. If that's a, a get that was given in a certain Bezdin, and, and you would have it in your archive of your Bezdin. So that's why certain Gadolim, we quote even the name Behuda, Zalman, others, collected Gitin or checked Gitin. Now, what's interesting is this relates to uh, our when we discuss in Rukhaim Kanievsky's episodes, all the episodes with manuscripts. You see here, they're using manuscripts, live manuscripts, they're stuck. How do you pass it? How do you write the name? One of the ways... You need to collect manuscripts of Gittim from way, way back, which are Befraim Zalman and others had in their collections. Okay. Now, just to conclude this prat, and, and this will get us to with, with um, back to Rabbi Yisrael Stern, it's as follows. What does it mean that the Marshal is nervous about Tfus, that there's a printing mistake? So I, I once came across this a while ago, and ever since then, um, this has helped me understand much better what's the problem. And that is like this. Basically, the, the, um, there's an assumption. The, there's a Siddur. I think I spoke about this briefly in one of the episodes with Rukhain Kanievsky, called Siddur of Shapsi Seifer. This Siddur, he was requested by the Gedolim of the time, the Marsha and many others, that the Siddur was full of mistakes to put out a proper Siddur. And, 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 he, and one of the things was he used many manuscripts that they had at that time, and he was going to put out a, a publisher Siddur. Lemaisa, he did all the work. It never happened until recently in our generation. 
we have this incredible siddur from, from which has a scumus from the Gedoli Oilam of the Vadar Baratzois at the time. Now, one of the Nakudis was he has Arichas about Birchas What's the correct Nusach? So at one point, someone he, he had early prints and manuscripts. So someone said, Oh, you bring a Raya from early Tfos of Krakow or early Tfos of Venezia. And then even other manuscripts. He says, no, you can't bring a raya. Why? And this seems to be a, a very true. You say people that have investigated this have shown this, that it could very well be is the Magia, even in manuscripts, the Magia could sometimes put something in the way he says it. So let's say in Shul, he's used to saying a certain Nusuch. He himself, he might change the Nusuch and they've proven, they have ways to prove this, that he, so he, let's say he's copying a Sefer. It doesn't say what it is. He thinks he's doing you a Taiva and he copies the Nusuch, but he'll put in a word. He'll make a minor change based on the Nusuch that he has. So let's say he's a, he's using a, um, a Svardi source, but he's Ashkenazi. He might change this Svardi source to reflect his minig, how he davens in shul, and he can't bring a raya from it. So this is a Yusayi Reb Shabzi Seifer proves for Nuschais and Tfila. So too over here, the, this is chat, This is what lays behind the Marshal and many other Paiskim. Where, where concerned is, you're going to open up a Gemara and you say it's spelled a certain way, but it could be, it's reflecting not the way it's really how, how it really is, it's just that the Magia is tampering with it for whatever reason. So you, you can't prove anything. Now, what does this have to do with Rabbi? What does this have to do with us? To conclude, I said in the in the last episode, what does Rabbi Yosef Zechariah Stern say about Hillel? Do we know? So this Matsya, I owe Makaris uh, Atayif uh, to two people. Number one, I heard um, Professor Shnei Zalman Lyman many, many years ago. In um, he dis- he mentioned this, he discovered this, and then later on, I found that this Yehuda Freeland, who also wrote an excellent article on the Sugya Kutzesh Al Yud. He um, also found this source. What is it? Basically, in 1994, Mechon Yushalayim publishes from manuscript Rabbi Yisachari Stern's Chuvis on Ebenezer. So they weren't around up till now, up till that time. So Taka turns out he has a massive Chuvah on Hillel. And he does not conclude this way Yalag claims that Rabbi Yisachari concludes. That, that, that's the big scoop, so to speak, that uh, Lyman and Freelander discover. Now, but, but what to me was fascinating is when you go through this tshuva, here you see Rabbi Yisachari Stern in his full glory. He literally brings down everything on the topic, literally all the svarim. I'm not going to bore you with all the names, but literally everything and then some, including the Devechayim, including handling the Bir Hagra that we spoke about last time, which is not Pasha how to even understand it. He handles Tupshatim and how to understand the Bir Hagra. He brings down a tshuva siyavitz. At one point, he brings down a likud sefer called Bir Menachem that's being malake sucking from a Befraim Zalman's tivgitin, and he says, "By the way, you matik it wrong. Befraim Zalman doesn't say it right." So he's holding in the even the likud svarim to point out. Okay. Then he even says a, another thing that it could be. He says bederech leitzanus. What, um, he calls it Sachos. Maybe they didn't want to have Hillel in Gittin. Why? Because Hillel was Midoisif Shal Aaron, Aaron, who was Shalom, who made Shalom Ben Ishtoy. So therefore, they didn't want to spell it Hillel. Hey, Lamid Lamid. He throws that out there just as a cute Nakuda. But then he ends off Mamish with incredible Bakiyas and Bavlis and Yerushalmis and everywhere, literally, different ways how they spelled Hillel. And when you finish with that, then you can understand that you can't, it's not so simple, it would not be so simple to conclude one way or the other from Afanabavli's Yushalmi's because it seems that there's Makairis for Hillel with a, with a Chaser and, and Mali. In, if you have the incredible Makiyas of Rabbi Zechari Stern. Uh, okay, but the point is that Rabbi Zechari Stern, Tfus, um, 
and this is the this is what lies behind the marsha. Okay, now, um, now just two more points in the in the sugya, and that's as follows. When when we were discussing Barichos, what's going on over here? We said that it's not besides for uh, manuscripts and all these types of things. What? How does one paskin Hilchos names? So one of the ways is I said you have to be Baki in Tanakh. But that's not always enough. There's something called Messiah, and we define what Messiah is. So I said in the Sugya Messiah, a lot of people talk about it. There is the you have um there's a Marit, Lechem and Aruch over here. The Sefer Shameless says something fascinating. He says there's a whole Dion, that's where the whole story starts, is says a Pasuk and Shaiftim, and then what the Messiah says, is it with a Mali, is it Mali? Hillel over here is Malay, and the rest of the time it's Chaser, Vachulu, Vachulu. Says the Sefer Shemesh, again, print. You can't bring a Raya from the Psuk, from the way, because the because it could be the Bachar Hazetzer, so to speak, also changed it. Again, so even here we're handling and we're showing that even possibly you want to bring a Raya from a Sire one way or the other, maybe he changed it already based on how he knows how Hillel is spelled. It's a common name. Okay. Now, so, so here, so here's the idea number one. A lot of times we find a, 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 a manuscript, a discovery that shows that way, way back they already were aimed on a lot of the things that we're handling. So here, the story begins with Rabbi Yaakov Margolis, Peshema Maril. They point out they find a completely different chuva of the Maril, um, a fascinating chuva. Um, Yitzhak Satz publishes in the seventies, and this chuva of the Maril. A mamish, it comes. You see, you see, they're handling all the different things. Just to highlight everything very briefly, the, what? How do you spell Hillel? Brings up our Shaiftim pasuk, a sefer Tehillim, which we said the Vilna Gaon and a few other people knew, and the Messiah. So he says, "What do you mean? Bring a raya from the Gemaras?" Now, this is in the manuscript period of time. Up till now, I, I'm talking is the Marshal is talking in the period of time of Tfus. But what about in the manuscript time? I gave a whole stickle to you that in the manuscript time, maybe you could bring a raya. So the answer is no, you can't bring a raya from. He, so he says here, no, you can't bring a raya. It's not so pasha to bring a raya from the Tkufasa manuscripts. So um, how it spells Hillel in the various places in Chazal. So therefore they were stuck. They had to come up with the, the Zecha from Maisha, from the last words in the Torah, Maisha Deni Kal Yisrael, that Saif Tevis Hillel, that it's a, and it's a Mali. Okay, that was what the, the Shayel brought all this information to the Maril. Then you see the Maril handling about it, and he also says that you don't bring a raya from the Gemaras, and the reason why you don't bring a raya from the Gemaras is because it could be someone changed it. And so what's fascinating is you're seeing Mamish, what Reb Shapsi Seifer said in the Siddur, that you, such a Nakuda for us in the Messiah. And then, but you see he also, he says... It, and they're not they're not clear what the, it seems is an issue with the manuscript exactly. It sounds like he's not so into the remez from Laini Kol Yisrael from there to Paskin that it should be Mali. Anyway, the point is that you see sometimes uh, you have a marmakam of a of a chuva, and we see everything that we discussed up till now was already hundreds of years earlier. Okay, now to finish up this episode is what is two nakudas. Number nakuda number one is like this. Up, uh, I, um, it's sort of a sidetrack. Um, I've been accused in the past of going down rabbit holes, so I'm, I'm going to have Rachmanis. I'm doing a rabbit hole in a period of four minutes, five minutes, and that is as follows. The sugi, as, I, as I've been showing, there's a Hilchas um, Gittim to know how to spell the names. It's not enough to just be a bucking called Terakula, Shas, and everything. We see here, you have to know Messiah, what Messiah is. So the Vilna Gain, in his parish, Bir Hagran, Shulchan Aruch over here, not only in the Simon of Hillel, where we show that he has a tremendous Havana in Messiah and he uses his Bikis in Messiah in Tehillim, he also a bunch of times 
paskins and deals with Messiah and spelling the names, including quoting one of the classic early works on Messiah from Menachem de Lianzo. Okay, now, so, so, so it's interesting like this. One of the people that gave a hespit on the Vilna Gain was Rabbi Huda Adal, a great Gain at the time, um, famous for writing a work called Afiki Yehuda. One of the things that he talks about the Vilna Gain's galus is that he was an expert in Diktuk and Messiahs. Now, what's a Hamale, what's a Chaser, all these types of things. He spe- spells this out in a beautiful poem that he wrote at the end of his, his Hespit that he gave when, he, when the Groh was Nifter. Shaila is like this. When the Groh was Nifter, the Groh didn't publish anything. How does Rabbi Yudah Dal even know this? So it seems that Rabbi Yudah Dal had connections with the Groh and Rabbi Raman That's how he knew this, most likely. Now, but, the, but, but, interestingly enough, the, the children of the Grah, they also emphasize that the Grah, one of the million Mitzrayas that the Grah was into was this, and we see it here. It's not like they're telling you a story, you open up your beer Grah, and you see he has a tremendous Havana in the Sugya of Messiah. So I, I just to, to to explain this a drop, because it's a it's a sort of a Jakavi idea, and it's I get to show off a safer that I have that I, I probably will not be able to use or show off on too many occasions, and that's as follows. Basically, in 1804, the first time, one of the first works of the Grah that comes out, it's a few years after the Grah dies, is Adaris Elio. So how does Adaris Elio come out? Adaris Elio is famous as the Grah's work, I'll tell you, recently my sort of cooked it a fancy edition. So here you could see a gigantic volume, much bigger than your standard Shas volume. It's called, it's from Uri Shraga Faivish, Chamishi Chumshitayr, and Pirish Adaris Elio, Menayr Shleima, Uminchas Klil. This is weird that Adaris Elio's work comes out on um, Chumash. Now, you open up the Shar and you find something very interesting. That it's all about, part of this work is it has the Minchashai, it has a Be'in Dekapirish on the Messiah, Messiah Gdaila, Messiah Tana. Now, what's even more interesting is, in this work, Dafka, they're printing the Adaris Elio. What's chat? Turns out, this fellow was a son-in-law of the Vilna Gain, this Raburi Shraga, who was close with Rukhaim Velazhner, and he enumerates in his Agdama to the Sefer and the Shar, one of the things that they were fascinated to deal with is focusing on the Masar Gdaila, the Masar Tana, the Chseris, the Nakudis, the Tamim, all these different things, as a Metzayah. Why? Very simple. Raburi Shraga brings, at the end, in one place, he brings a whole piece that the Gra held that you could see unbelievable godless and learn so much from every Shinoi, from the Chseiris, the Yaseiris, the Shinoi, the Milam, and the time, everything that's going on, the Taira, the Zleka Midi, the Leiromiza, by Raisa. How did the Gra see it? One of the ways was through the Messiah. So now we're seeing here that the Gra using it is using that knowledge not only to see Drushas, but in Hilchas Gitten, how to spell names. And Chaim Velazhner also, in a beautiful askam that he gives to this work, also spells out that this was one of the Hashivas, and the, the, the Chachma behind Messiah was very lost. It's not a found, even today, not so many people know about it. But the Vilna Gain was one such person. Okay, and the last Nakuda is as follows. So, so basically, I'm trying to bring out is that that's what it's a it's an unknown. You say it's not your typical sugya gemara ashi taisis paiskim. It's a sugya called Messiah and the Vilna Gaon. Okay, the last nakud is azai. It's like this. There's a machon um, um, called aitzra paiskim. So machon aitzra paiskim. They they are spe- specialized in putting out a massive work, multiple volumes on Shulchan Aruch Evan Ezra. It was founded in the 1950s by two great gedolim. This is Al Meltzer and Yitzhak Isaac Herzog. What was explained in the introduction, Rav Herzog writes it out very nicely, was basically is that there were a bunch of Rabbanim after the war that didn't have positions, didn't have Parnassah. But more than that, they found that there's certain areas that there's no 
there's, there's a wealth of information out there in all different chuvas farm and all the like, and they need to put it together, especially after World War II, Aguna Shilas, relating to Ebenezer issues. And so they, they decided to create a team of people to go mine all the different chuvas farm and to put it together and to do it in a mechubedekaifen and they raised the funds and the chula and this is how mechon um, um, the mechon the famous mechon so much so rabbis is al Meltzer he lived in the house that was originally the house of Chaim Berlin Chaim Berlin had a massive library and he even used the svarim from that massive library rear svarim and including it into the the publication Dr Magnus from Hebrew University even got them funding and Bekitzer this was a whole uh, incredible thing. And Rabbi Al Meltzer was involved with picking this farm that came that came in to what what they used, so to speak, for this um, for this mechom. So now they for for Shemayskitten they have at least four volumes of material where they were malaka from all the wealth of information that that they have special besides the regular set. They even recently released these four volumes and again to see it's endless how much material there is out there so to be messiah ha'ara on them is as follows number one number one is when they talk about the sugya they have again incredible amount of information about hello nothing to talk about but one of the things is they're talking about a chuva of emden so then they bring down a seder get they say a seder get of, of the rabbi of emden checking it up it's definitely not a seder get of rabbi of emden it's a seder get of someone else um a Svardi, um and it's a mistake. Okay, mistakes creep in. The only thing that was a shnickle upset, they, they re-updated this version of, um, they just released it a few months ago. They, the, the, I was upset is they didn't have Rabbi Yisachari Stern's Amir, the Kachuva that's already published in the 90s on Hillel that they should have, Lechaira had it in this um, thing. Okay, now just to be Messiah. Messiah is Azad. Just like we spoke about the Kutzei Shal Yud, and we, were, we see how in Hillel, if it's Chaser Male, it plays out in many other names. We ain't going down there. But another one of my people that I'm very into is that Deris. That Deris has an incredible piece called Kutze Shal Yud, where he shows a bunch of places where Mamisha Kutze Shal Yud makes a Mamisha Nafkamina in a sugya and understanding something. So it's amazing to see when they say Kutze Shal Yud. So Yalag and the, 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 the Maskilim and everyone, they took it into this poem and everything. For us, Kutzer Shal Yud is even a dot. There's so much Torah and so much behind it. How do you spell Hillel? Or that Darius has a long, long list of many other places, not just spelling Gitta names. In Sugyas, where he shows if Kutzer Shal Yud makes Mamush and Afkamil. So that's to conclude um, the, the some minor Kleine Pichavkas to the previous episode. Obviously, we could go on and on, but that's the story. Okay. Thank you very much. That was absolutely fascinating. Just on a personal note, my second name is Pinchas. It's Pinchas ah. with a Yud, ah. without a Yud. Ah. I remember that we used ah. to spell my name without a Yud. And I am a cousin to Rav Shleiman Miller, one of the one of the great Paiskim of our generation. And I'm named after his grandfather. So at one point we met him and he, he saw that I'm spelling my name without a Yud. He's like, my grandfather spelled it with a Yud. And I remember I visited the caver. This man came from Panovich, a Talmud of the Nitziv. He learned in Volazhin, and he came to Baltimore in 1913. He's buried in Baltimore, and he spells it with a Yud. And if I recall correctly, at some point, I had to change my tefillin bag, and I was like, <laughs> I'll still, I'll still a bacher, and I changed it to with a Yud. So, right. again, I don't, I'm sure right. it plays out, plays out practically in Alacha, you know, yeah. when they write the name Pinchas and yeah. get is it with a Yud, without a Yud? Yes. Um, I wonder if it depends yes. how a person spells it initially. I don't know how these yeah. things work. 
but yeah. uh, interesting anecdote. Okay, so Rabbi Brat, do you want to spin around and whip out a safer from behind you? <laughs> yes, push it one second. Yes, push it one second. Let's. So even though I already did a show and tell of showing the safer with the grub, but here, Mamlish, it's a brand new safer, and we get it ties into what we were talking about. Okay, this safer is called Sabar so Hashem. I normally batch up the name of the safers. This I'm going to batch up less. Why? Because there's Nakudis and had a spell in the safer when in the title. It says Mefirash Vesaim Sechel. Who wrote the safer? Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. Rosh Shiva in America, one of the big Rabbanim in America, and it's called Eitzer, it's Eitzer it's Biyurim a few hundred pages where he goes through the Targamunkos a lot of times, and also showing in the trap a lot of times that uh, understanding of the Pshat, how you can understand Pshat based on the, the Tami HaMikra. This is Mamish Similar to what I'm talking about, with the the Chachma Messiah includes the Tami the Tami Amikra, which the Gra Kiyadua is also that was part of what the Gra was very into, and there are numerous varts of the Gra where which are authentic varts of the Gra published in the lifetime of the Vilna Gain, where they show this Nakuda that people would say over where he would be Dirish how the Tami the Tamim and show pshat or some drush based on it. So this is a fascinating work that just came out from Lapiansky. It's Malaka from a, a large amount of sources. One here, this is how it looks. And I believe I believe I heard about it first is that Nachi Weinstein had it. He had an interview with Rabbi Lapiansky, and Lapiansky mentioned that it's about it's going to come out soon. And Taka it came out recently, and this is a, a nice work that just recently came out on the market. Hey, thank you very very much, Rabbi Brat. We look forward to the next episode coming shortly.